What's up, guys? Air Talks. I'm talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. And I'm watching the March Madness tournament today. And I'm taking in all bets. I did try to start a pool, but I figured, you know, most people aren't in tune with this sport here. You know, the men's basketball. Everybody like the professionals sports, but I really like the fact that a lot of these players is playing from their heart or playing from a mind just to win, not focus too much on, you know, all this other stuff that comes with the professional world, like drama and money issues, stuff like that. Yeah, they're going through that, but on the court, it's a sheer battle. That's what I like about March Madness, so I'm going to do a few inserts. Turn them into segments and then create just a full episode of me basically watching March Madness and speaking on stuff I see. I did play basketball in high school. Makes me kind of happy, though, because I don't have to get out there and work so hard every day, lift weights every day, do jumping leg days every day, every other day, you know having headaches because you're working out three times a day. You know, I feel good just to sit back and just watch it, you know. I've always been like this. I've been watching um, college basketball since. I was in um, the beginning of high school, maybe 2005, 2004, 2005 is when it really, I started watching it, like the tournaments and the championships, the Big East, the ACC, the Big 12, you know what I'm saying, even the Big 10, um, all those conferences, so, yeah, this is the intro, this is talks. I'm going to be talking about a whole bunch of nothing, but everything in the sun, not downplay what I'm about to talk about, peace. Yo, what's up guys, Air Talks, talking about a whole bunch of nothing, but everything under the sun, I'm watching March Madness, and I'm keeping it real. I'm trying to get every game I can. Watching on the big screen. I'm I'm always on the move. I also work on my e-commerce. Um, that's on eBay and that's on um, WooCommerce. You can look up my website. It's i e c h e d e l s dot me. It's pronounced ichidels dot me. It's a marketplace. With a whole bunch of items, a whole bunch of ideas. I want y'all to check that out. But I'm in here watching this March Madness. It's good. Um, Florida State just beat out Vermont. And a real good game I just watched was the Auburn-New Mexico State game. These are the opening games. It's getting people to the, um, the top teams, the top 32 um, it's about to be a day full of basketball, but I still feel like players should be more appreciated for all the advertising they're doing, wearing all this Under Armour's, Nikes, and, you know, stuff like that, but, uh, I'm about to get back into it and watch some, um, some more good basketball. Uh, I did pick Auburn to win. Um, over New Mexico State, and I did pick Florida State to beat out Vermont. So I'm 
two out of three right now. The first game was Louisville versus um, Minnesota. And Minnesota was the number 10 team. That's all I could really go off of. Plus, I'm used to watching Louisville win. And they lost. And Minnesota's at the top of the bracket. So, yeah. I know the women's Final Four is going on too, so. Yeah. I'm out. What's up, guys? Air Talks. going to be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. Right now, we're going to put the focus in on the coaches. Tom Izzo, I just seen. Coach for Michigan. Going off to the red in the face at a freshman because of a mistake. He got Bruce Pearl for Auburn. About to turn a whole different color because he feel like it's necessary to stay focused. But as I think about it, I think about me when I went to high school. I had one of the grumpiest looking coaches in the world. He was black, he was tall, and he was grumpy. But he was known because he played college basketball in a, in um, Port Arthur. So everybody loved him from that area, I guess. But he was grumpy. And I thought, maybe it's the only reason why they're yelling and being grumpy is because they're trying to prove that they can win for the school to the point where they automatically remain grumpy for the rest of their life or automatically just yelling, trying to prove to the administrators that they're trying to win and protect the team. You never know. That's how I look at it because some of all that yelling and stuff, that's just high blood pressure in about five, six years. That's going to hurt. Bruce Pearl, that's going to give you some... That's going to give you some type of, um, you know, just breathe, man. Some of these coaches is turning different colors, trying to tell these players what to do. And you winning. And you going off. So just make sure you keep doing it. But, yeah, put the focus on the coaches. about Tom Izzo on this one. And Bruce Pearl, the first two coaches I've seen doing some crazy stuff crazier than Bill Walton. Yes. Crazy than some of the stuff he says. Especially while officiating these games. But uh, no offense against both of them. Hope they teams do good. I did pick both of their teams to win the first round. Uh, but I'm loving CBS Sports. I thank y'all for streaming this on Xfinity. I'm watching it from my computer, HDMI, TV. Thank you so much. We out. What's up, guys? Air Talks. Gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing, but everything under the sun. Still in the first round of March Madness. If you haven't been watching it, check out March Madness Live on CBS. You can find it on www.ncaa.com slash March Madness Live. Um, I'm looking at the scores right now. All, all the number one seeds have played. Um, I got a chance to see Gonzaga get it. 
get, got a chance to see um, Michigan get it. They haven't. Duke and North Carolina haven't played on the first day. Maybe they might be playing tonight. I don't know. But those are. That's the probability of the NCAA championship. It's gonna. It's probably gonna be Duke and North Carolina, Gonzaga. All of those big name schools. Uh, I was talking to somebody on the way here, and they were telling me they like to see the lower seed teams um, beat the higher seeds. And the only things I have seen go down like that is Murray State beating Marquette first round. Uh, I didn't pick that, but they did. You know, Murray State came out firing. And um, they got a really good guard that scores, you know, he can score any, anywhere. I mean, he has 40, 50-point games. So uh, he, he pretty much led them to victory over Marquette. You know, Marquette has always been a prominent school, especially in basketball. Uh, Dwayne Wade went there. They recruit some of the biggest talent. I ain't going to lie. If I had a son and Marquette came and that was the only school asking to recruit my son or my daughter, I'm going to send them to Marquette. So they're a very prominent school. But in this NCAA bracket, Murray State came out firing. Also, they was the number 12 and Marquette was number 5. So that was weird. And then I'm um, seeing Florida... Sometimes everybody went to the University of Florida. I'm watching them play Nevada, and they not letting up. They up by 15. Uh, but Gonzaga is definitely going to make it to the next round. Um, everybody pretty much that I picked, except for, I think, Seton Hall, maybe. Seton Hall didn't make it past the first round this year. But this is the 2019 March Madness. Uh, that's just an update. Um, I want to say something about the this center from uh, FSU um, with, with the African Heritage name. He showed that it's still a light for centers, you know, to go to the next level. If you haven't realized, centers are getting weaker and weaker as time goes on. Like, they're not weaker, but as in strength, but they're weaker as in prominence and presence in the paint. You can tell because it's the era of the shooters, the point guards, shooting guards, the three-pointers being almost being unmatched this year with Steph Curry, but you see the centers, centers dwindling. But a real good team is always going to have a center that plays with a real good point guard. And they always end up having the championships. So this this Florida, this Florida center, you know, it's the end of the game. And it's close with Florida State. Um, I, I forgot who they was playing. You know, when you lose, you out the tournament. You know, it's a lot of, going to be a lot of tears being shed today. Um, but whoever they played, he just decided he was going to, Go beastie after getting rebound. Maybe dribble it once or twice and just went up. 
through everybody's arms and dunked on them. And I was like, oh, yeah, he, he bringing a center back. Um, I was watching this game here with St. Mary's. St. Mary's got a good center, and, and they playing Villanova. I picked Villanova to win, even though St. Mary the only college that I can remember just always fighting, no matter what rank it was rank they were always making it to you know the sweet 16 or, or, or the elite eight but um yeah just want to touch on a little bit of everything i'm not no basketball analyst but i do really like college basketball so this is what we're talking about all right i'm out what's up guys air talks gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun and I was just impressed through this March Madness. This isn't just basketball teams playing basketball. Some of these teams actually have skills and do amazing things, play all type of strategies. It gets interesting past just it being a basketball game for me. But I just witnessed almost eight lead changes, which means Somebody scores and starts and takes the lead, and then the other team goes down and scores and takes the lead, and that team goes down and scores and takes the lead. I got a chance to see, just in one quarter watch that happen eight times. That's why I like watching college basketball. The competitiveness is amazing, and um, I'm watching Syracuse versus Baylor. Baylor's in Texas, Syracuse in New York. So it's a South versus East Coast battle. And basketball is played differently in New York and than it is in Texas. Lead it. But, um, yeah, it's a real good game. I think y'all going to catch it. It's almost through. It's the second quarter. It's a real, real, real good game. There's some players that know how to score when it's called and know how to play the correct type of basketball to win in the tournament. I got Syracuse going to the next round past Baylor. But the way Baylor's playing is going to be an interesting game. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Um... I'm watching it live right now, enjoying it. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it like this tomorrow, but <clears throat> definitely enjoying it now. And I still can't wait to see Houston play. Um, I, I don't know if they still got the guard that played last year. I think he was a junior last year, and he just took the whole team to, like, the Elite Eight. Like, I think he tried to get to the Elite Eight or tried to get to the Final Four. And he just took his team all the way there. I don't know if he's still playing, but real laid-back guy. Um, can't wait to see them play. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Syracuse does another lead change. Yeah, that's all they're talking about right now. So let me get back to watching this game. It's real amusing. 
What's up guys, Air Talks gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. I just watched the last game for today. Today I'm tired. I don't think I missed one game today. Houston did not play today. It's the only other team I root for. And Baylor took out Syracuse by nine points. I really think it's time for some changes in the in the coaching system in Syracuse because the way they lose every year in the tournament is embarrassing. It's kind of like room for the New York Giants in 2007. And 10 years later, you look at the Giants now. But back in 2007, they, was, they won the Super Bowl beat the Patriots. Undefeated teams beat them. But, you know, Syracuse used to be hot like that. Devendorf, uh, McCormick, you know what I'm saying, Macau, I forgot. I forgot everybody on the team. But, like, some real good players that came through Syracuse. And, um, now they can't get past the first round by Baylor. Baylor is becoming a powerhouse, but still, Syracuse been there forever. For them to lose like that is kind of embarrassing. It's the same coach. You know what I'm saying? He coaching his son. So, you know, that's a luxury. It's just the fact that they're not, they're not playing a strategy to help them win. It seems like they just showing off their skill set, you know. That's what a lot of these college teams end up being anyway. Skilled teams so the NBA can come pick them up or these other leagues outside the country can come pick them up. They don't really be for that championship. You know, Syracuse was a college Carmelo Anthony went to. So, yeah, yeah, it started to grow uh, in, in popularity. So I root for him, but <clears throat> I really couldn't get into it today, you know. Baylor put the put that put the size on him. And that was just the end of that. You know, Syracuse make make some made some dumb mistakes in the end. And there you go. That was the last game. I think out of all the players, the, the best player was this guy that played on Murray State, and right now, seeing right now in the tournament every year, you gonna see Murray State, but you don't you don't plan to hear them having the best player um, for for this tournament. So that was weird, and they beat Marquette. Um, other than that, it's been a great day. I want you guys to check out my other podcast. I'm doing a lot. I'm over on Facebook. I'm over on Twitter. You can email me at W, the number nine, and then T R U E. You can email me at W nine T R U E at Gmail. And this is the first. 
set of podcasts I'm doing for March Madness. So listen up and stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. I'm out.